Football is officially back. We have the Hall of Fame game happening tonight. Me and Alex are going to break it all down on a Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. Let's roll, baby. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in to a Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Tyler Rowland, local expert for the Locked On Titans Podcast at TikTok Titans on Twitter. Here with my co-host, Alex Clancy, local expert for the Arizona Cardinals, Locked On Cardinals Podcast at Clancy's Corner on Twitter. Folks, I said it, I'll say it again, we have NFL football tonight. We have made it, and while it may be, the Hall of Fame game, which I know Alex has his own personal thoughts about. It is football, NFL football. Nonetheless, we have the Cleveland Browns in their home state, Canton, Ohio is where it'll take place, against the media darling New York Jets. The New York Jets. So there's not expected to be a lot of starters playing, but that doesn't mean there aren't a lot of storylines to look at. Alex, looking at the Hall of Fame game, first and foremost, I just want to hear your take on how happy you are to have football back on our schedule and in our lives. Yeah, I'm going to try and milk this question because it's the Hall of Fame <laughs> game and we're not going to get a whole lot. But listen, dude. Yeah, it's like, set up. And I've said this, I've said this on Lockdown Cardinals a bunch this offseason. This felt like a very short offseason. Like the window, there's so many like you know, rookie mini camps, volunteer, you're seeing players work out all over social media, even if it's not, you know, a team sanctioned event. The NFL, I feel like this year had like three down weeks. And then that was it. You know, it's not like any major storyline. Sure. Aaron Rodgers bled into our cerebellums a little bit longer than he probably would have if, if, if he wasn't getting traded, you know, there were Deandre Hopkins and, you know, Dalvin cook and things like that. But like, it seemed like a pretty normal offseason. There were some there were some uh, fireworks at the beginning of free agency. The draft was fine, but like it just felt like there was a month less of off time than there normally is this offseason. And I don't necessarily know why that is. But pivoting to the game itself, like we're gonna see Zach Wilson, which is that's the number one thing. I mean, I mean, it's just the the, the MILF hunter himself. Like we're gonna see Zach Wilson <laughs> actually starting during the Hall of Fame game instead yep. of sitting with a headset on. Far cry from where we thought the Jets could potentially be a couple of years ago when they took him number two overall. So, I mean, that's the storyline for me. You know, um, uh, Deshaun Watson's not going to play. And, you know, like they're going to say, I think Kellen Mond is going to get reps. And then, and then their draft pick this year is going to get reps. Like, for me, it's just really about quarterbacks because, you know, I mean, and that, that's just what it is. But, you're, I mean, you and I both, Zach Wilson, is the number one draw here on Thursday. Yeah. hundred percent. And I mean, that makes it exciting to watch. In my opinion, there's at least one player out there for sure who we're going to be able to watch, who we kind of pay attention to. It might have some impact. We need to see Zach. Zach Wilson's going to be going up against lower level guys in this game. He's probably not going to see another starter out on the field, or at least not an expected starter. So if he goes out there and he looks like he's at the level of all the other guys that he's playing with, then that's not going to be a good thing. I mean, there's not going to be good reactions, and I think it'll be fair reactions. Zach Wilson should go out there and ball out. He's a former number two overall pick. 
He was supposed to be the quarterback of the future for the Jets. And while that expectation has probably cooled at this point, he still has enough talent to be a lot better than the guys that he's on the field with. So I think it's going to be a big deal if he plays poorly. Well, and that'll probably be maybe what Chris Carter and your You know what's going to happen. If he plays well, everybody's going to say it's against backups and scrubs. If he plays bad, then he's a bum. So there's no winning for Zach Wilson tonight. But at least for me, I'll try to be fair to him uh, after the game. If he does play well, he deserves credit. You can only play who you're going against. So I, I just keep that in mind when you watch the game tonight, folks. Well, it's interesting. And you can go about this two different ways with Zach Wilson from now through the 2023 season. Barring any sort of injury, you never want injuries for anybody. Aaron Rodgers right. is going to start all 17 games unless they've got a clear far and away head, you know, division uh, stranglehold, which in the AFC East, I don't believe is going to be the case where he'd play on the tail end. But like, this is Zach Wilson's audition tour. It starts tonight. Mm -hmm. And you know yes. what? If they can get, like, here's the thing. It's optics. If he plays poorly, th there is no conversation here. If he throws for three first quarter touchdowns and it's like this fun, like, circus event in Canton, it's like, well, hmm, let's put that in the back pocket and then see what you can get right. for him. You could, you could probably get a fourth round pick for Zach Wilson, sight unseen. He's a young quarterback. He's on a rookie deal. You know, like, it, it, it's not something that is going to be that, um, you know, taxing to a team if they were to trade for him and it didn't work. But the other side is this would be the more fun side. Aaron Rodgers plays two years in New York. They keep him as a backup, Zach Wilson. And then he learns under the tutelages of, of, of Aaron Rodgers and he gets one year to, to play and he ends up becoming this great quarterback when he's a child. These guys coming into the NFL are so young. And it's just like, right. they're all men, but you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, yeah. He didn't get they a fair shot. He should have held a damn clipboard for a year. Like every young quarterback should, but he didn't. And this is kind of where we are, but I mean, I'm rooting right. for him. He'd be funny. He'd be a great face of the NFL in some form or fashion. Yeah. I mean, we've already seen that he has the ability to bring some comedy to the NFL news cycle. Yeah. So uh, we can yeah. keep Zach Wilson in there. I'm with you there. Let me just say one thing before we move on. Maybe Deshaun Watson should play in this game. All right. That, that's all I'm saying. I think that there were some issues last year. Watson looked awful for a lot of the season. He might yeah. need to massage out some of the kinks in his game, and it might be best to do that against lower-level competition. I, I know they're not going to. It's not worth the risk. It sure, certainly isn't, but I'm just saying, with the way Watson played last year, maybe playing against some, some second- and third-stringers to get – Get his game back right may be the best thing. But moving right along, we got a lot to discuss. Jonathan Taylor and the Colts, drama, love it. Who would trade for Jonathan Taylor, though? What team would actually acquire Jonathan Taylor? We're going to talk about that in just a moment. Before we get into it, though, I do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. All you got to do is create a free job post. Then add the job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile, and it's going to spread the word that you're hiring. LinkedIn Jobs gives you simple tools like screening questions that make it easy to focus on the candidates 
with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus the leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free terms and conditions. All right, football fans, we are back. It's a Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. Thank you all for making the Locked On NFL podcast your first to listen each and every day. Make sure you get subscribed. Stay subscribed for free daily, all year round NFL content on all apps. Anywhere you find NFL content, you're going to find the Locked On NFL podcast. So make sure that you stay locked in here with us. It's your team every day. Speaking of your team every day, there's some drama in Indianapolis with the Colts. I'm certain that our other Locked On NFL hosts have have talked about this throughout the week, but Jonathan Taylor, the owner Jim Ursay, not on the same page, the agent and the owner going back and forth. Now JT wants to sit out the season. Now the Colts may put him on NFI and not pay him. It's ugly. It is ugly. Which leads us to the question of, would the Colts trade Jonathan Taylor? And if they would, who would be interested. So we're going to dive into some teams that that could make sense for Jonathan Taylor. It's probably going to be some of the usual suspects we've talked about before with maybe a player like Dalvin Cook being available, um, a Saquon Barkley trade, stuff like that. So uh, I'm going to kick it off, Alex, with the same team that I've said that we talked about with Saquon Barkley. It's the Chicago Bears. Mm -hmm. It's the Chicago Bears. And they have cap space. They have a young quarterback. They have a dynamic offense. And look, I like Roshan Johnson. I like Deontay Foreman. I like Khalil Herbert. I do. I do. But are any of those players the level of Jonathan Taylor? No. And Taylor is going to get... I, I don't think that anybody's given Jonathan Taylor the contract extension that he wants. I think it's to the point now where he just wants to play football and probably for a different team, you know? At this point, if if the Colts aren't going to pay me and no one else is going to pay me, I don't want to be here. You know, let me go somewhere else where I don't hate the ownership now and all that. So, to me, I don't think that Jonathan Taylor is going to get the money that he wants because he's a running back, and we talked about that enough. But Chicago could reasonably maybe give him a decent extension. Probably not what he wants. There's some rumors that he was being told he was going to get $20 million a season, and obviously that's just absolutely absurd. And <laughs> I, I don't think you – I mean, I don't care who tells you that, whether it's your agent – Santa Claus or God, you're a running back. You can't believe that. So maybe the Bears can come in, give him, you know, two years, $10 million guaranteed in each season, $20 million guaranteed just to get him over and make that, you know, run in the last couple of years of, of Justin Fields' contract. I think that can make a lot of sense. The Bears are really, really going for it this year, in my opinion. As we've talked about, the NFC North is open for the taking. I mean... Justin Fields is getting some MVP buzz right now, which, I mean, we could save that conversation for another time. But, like, the Bears are stockpiling. They added DJ Moore. They added a ton of free agents with their money. They have more money. Go out and get a stud running back in Jonathan Taylor. And I like their options. I do. But if you're going all out for one year with a cheap quarterback contract, I think the Bears could go out and get Jonathan Taylor, and he's going from the AFC to the NFC. I think that would make it more likely to happen. 
Matt Eberflus is in Chicago, who used to be the coach, the defensive coordinator for the Colts. So there are relationships there and connections there. I think the Chicago Bears make a ton of sense. That's fine. I mean, it's all predicated upon Justin Fields being good because if he's not, then you have to give you're giving a running back all this money. It's going to be, you know, a, a, a cavernous pit of just people making money and them not having a good quarterback. So if Justin Fields is good, cool. If not, bad idea. Like I think that's really what it comes down to. For me, there are two. One is a pseudo slow sugar coated sinking ship in Buffalo. Okay, I know that okay. they signed. I know they drafted James Cook. I know James Cook is great. Okay, he has flashes that look better than what we saw from his brother Dalvin. Like he's done things with that, you know, with that offense that other running backs they've had, Devin Singletary and the like, haven't been able to do. So that's one. And I feel like if they're really going to do it, do it. And Jonathan Taylor, he played in Wisconsin. He played in cold weather. He can do it all. He's a three down back, whatever it may be. Okay. He's had, he had 29 touchdowns in his first two years. So the dude is a mauler. He had 3,000 rushing yards, I think, or somewhere close to that in his first two years. And the other one, and I don't know why this, why this person is, why this team is not on the top of the list. I think it's a no brainer. It's a Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys need a Zeke replacement. The Cowboys are flashy. The Cowboys love running backs, and the Cowboys only go as far as that running back is that running game goes. So Dak Prescott can be in his pocket. Okay. Yeah. Tony Pollard ain't that guy. They're five five running back. Probably ain't that guy. So if you can get a guy that could take the Zeke spot, maybe go 50 50. Hey, watch it now. With, Short with, with Tony Pollard. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just saying he's not the guy. I mean, we're, we're not we're not the second coming of Darren Spoles. Yeah, Deuce Vaughn. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, but the thing is, the worst possible thing for Jonathan Taylor, he has no control over when he was drafted. So he's made no money already drafting in the second, getting drafted in the second round. And the extension is less. Everything is going against him right now, especially the fact that he's coming off an injury that, that, that he missed most of the season last year with. So if I'm Jerry Jones, I'm looking at this like, this is the best case scenario for replacing Zeke, learning from my five-year $90 million mistake, and having every reason to not pay him $15 million a year. So I think it's a match made in heaven in Dallas. And I don't know why we haven't heard about that yet. Yeah, no, that's fair. And I mean, with Zeke not coming back and... I mean, you talk about Tony Pollard, but we forget that he's coming off an injury. I mean, I yep. know that he's looking pretty solid, but that doesn't mean that he's going to stay healthy the whole year. And as we know, you probably need a couple of good backs. And Dallas definitely only has one. I mean, they can the, – the Deuce Vaughn story is awesome. We saw, you know, his dad sure. works for the Cowboys, and that was a really moving video when he was able to sure. call his son and let him know they were drafted. I love all that, you know. And watching a 5-5 guy play in the NFL at running back, it's, you know, I, I can't lie. I, I relate. And I identify with that. And he's a true hero, Deuce Fawn. But I'm with you. I think the Cowboys need a little more boost in their running game. And JT could make some sense. Uh, just two other teams that, that quickly come to mind for me. The Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, they're looking yeah, at making a Super Bowl that. run. Now, I mean, I know that they have Travis Etienne. But Etienne is more of a speed back. And Etienne obviously missed his rookie year with injury. Behind him, they have the rookie Tank Bigsby, who is more of a speed guy, smaller guy. Jermichael Hasty, also a speed guy. I like Dearness Johnson, but come on, man. We're talking about Jonathan Taylor. If the Jaguars could steal Jonathan Taylor away from a division rival and bring him in with Travis Etienne, that is one of the best one-two punches in the entire NFL right away. And it would, I think it would take them 
kind of to kind of to that next level. Uh, I I think that that Jacksonville would be able to, I guess, rely a little more on the run game and kind of go to it. If they're going to be ahead in a lot of games, then that's something that that would make a, a ton of sense for them. Um, so that's an option. And then the other team that I was thinking about is uh, slipping my mind right now, losing oh. my mind. So we'll go with Jacksonville and end there. Are there any other suggestions that you might have? No, I mean, I think it's just there are teams that you, you have to check the box to them off, like Cincinnati, you check off, Kansas City, you check off, like the usual suspects. Yeah. Baltimore, you check off where they just don't have That's the money it. for it right Baltimore. now. Yeah. J.K. Dobbins hasn't practiced for a week. That's what I was yeah. trying to think of. J.K. Dobbins yeah. hasn't practiced for a week, and they asked John Harbaugh, and he sounded concerned about it. He said, I don't know. It's a fair question to ask what's going yeah. on with him. So Baltimore relies. I know that they're trying to go towards a different offense now with Todd Monken, but they still need to run the ball and have a good run threat. And I, I don't like any of their options outside of J.K. Dobbins as a lead back. So I think that J.T. can make a ton of sense for Baltimore as well. So here we go. Mystery segment. Mine. That's mine. We'll talk about it next. This episode of Locked on NFL Thursday is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. So for those that don't know, August is here. And you know what that means, the official start of fantasy football drafting month. Get championship ready for your home league by trying out best ball on Underdog Fantasy. All you do is one live snake draft. No waivers, no trades. Underdog sets your best lineup every week. It's perfect. Try it out with Underdog's Best Ball uh, Mania Tournament. The largest fantasy football contest of all time is back and even bigger with $15 million of total prizes up for grabs, including an absurd $3 million going to the winner. Last year, the winner drafted their team in July. So don't wait around. All right. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store and sign up with promo code locked on to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Underdog is the easiest place to play fantasy football and the best place for best ball. Again, the largest fantasy football contest of all time. Best ball mania tournament. Fantasy underdogfantasy.com promo code locked on to get your first deposit doubled up to a hundred bucks. That's underdog fantasy promo code locked on. So here's the thing. This is going to be a fun one. Okay. I was going to do it. Aaron Rodgers centric. I'm, I don't want, I'm, I'm done. Um, Alex Lancey locked on Cardinals, Tyler Rowan locked on Titans. We make up locked on NFL Thursday. Thank you for making locked on NFL your first listen each and every day, free wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Can I just say one thing before I go into the mystery segment? Yeah. Watching Aaron Rodgers ham it up for the cameras, knowing HBO is around where he's now becoming the best teammate of all time is yeah. one of the biggest facades I've ever seen. How do you look at him and be like, you know what? That's a good teammate. That's a good teammate. He got it. Oh, he took a $25 million uh, ca- uh, uh, contract a cut. If you weren't the most selfish NFL player we've seen in the last 20 years, you wouldn't have had to. Maybe you could have won in Green Bay. Maybe you wouldn't have had to trade De- uh, Devontae Adams and get rid of right. all of these defensive players. Like, Why didn't he get that deal? this Packers. yourself. Right. Yeah, right. 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 So, anyways, thank you for that. And, uh, yeah, he caught a stray. <laughs> I don't care. I was going to do something about him anyways. I'm going to do this instead. Coming off what is set to be yet another multi-week-long injury. And with the future of the organization in question, 
Should the Rams look to trade Cooper Cup? And let let me let, let me get through this really quickly. So Matthew Stafford's coming off a his arm may fall off injury. Okay, right. people are kind of sweeping it under the rug like it's not a big deal. Um, they were terrible last year. Matthew Stafford missed a bunch of time. Cooper Cup missed time. The most fun part of the Rams last year was Baker Mayfield two days in leading the right. team back on a you know on a prime time ninety six mm-hmm. yard drive or whatever it was in under two minutes. That was the best part about the Rams next year. Yeah, last year. Yep. They're best part of their season. To five. Right. There are two to five potential, you know, um, franchise quarterbacks coming out in the draft next year. So do you look at this, if you're less needy, you're Sean McVay, you're like, you know what? Let's pull the ripcord. Cooper Cup's 30, going on 50, okay? When he plays, he's arguably the best receiver, top three receiver in the NFL. But he had one and a half otherworldly years. And then he's been fine. He's torn into ACL, he's been injured, he's been injured. Could they get high enough draft capital to actually warrant trading him and starting the tumble down to completely reset in Los Angeles. I, I think they should. I, I I guess you got that big stadium. They won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, but what does NFL stand for? Not for long. You know, we don't see, this isn't like NBA where we're going to have Warriors versus Cavs for five years running. That right. does not happen in the NFL. Things change so much. There's so much turnover. There's so many injuries to play. Guys regress so fast in the NFL. I mean, the average NFL career is 2.7 years, something like that. You know what I mean? So I know that we aren't talking about guys who are in and out of the league like that, but it just shines a light on how quickly things change. And for me, if you're the Rams, nobody's expecting anything from you this season anyways. It's not like a bunch of Rams fans are like, no, this team can get back to the Super Bowl this year. That is not happening for the Rams this year. They are not a Super Bowl contender. They have nothing but young guys on defense. Nothing but young guys. The offense, yeah, you got McVay, you still got Stafford, you get cut back. They got Tyler Higby, Akers, some bets on the O-line, but they don't have a good enough roster to seriously contend for a Super Bowl this year. And by the time next year comes around and all those guys are a year older, especially Stafford, and I'm telling you, Sean McVay wants to be the next John Gruden so bad. Like, he cannot wait to get out of there and go into the booth. You could, I could just feel it. You know what I mean? He needs that break. He needs right. that step away. And because they won the Super Bowl, they can do it without totally irritating their fan base. They'll yeah. be like, yeah, you know, this sucks, but we went all out for a Super Bowl. We got it. And then the team crumbled afterwards because we kind of blew up our future to go for that Super Bowl. But we got it. We got it. You did it. Yeah. So I think the best thing to do is trade Cooper Cup. Trade Matt Stafford. If you, if there's an injury during the season, I'm not saying it has to be now. I'm saying as we go through the season, if a quarterback gets hurt, trade Stafford. If Cooper Cup comes back healthy, trade him. Aaron Donald, I don't think you trade him. I think you just keep Aaron Donald and write that out. Such a big contract. Out. Both those yeah, contracts so, are so big. And I don't think Aaron Donald would want to go anywhere else. I don't, right. I don't think he would. Like, he's been close to retiring already. So, I don't think that Donald yeah. would go anywhere else and play. Um, but if you can trade him, do it. You know, I would yeah. absolutely do a fight. I think Tyler Higby could probably get you a mid-round pick. Not only could it help the Rams tank for the next quarterback, imagine if they got Caleb Williams from USC and they kept him yeah. in Los Angeles and how energized those fans yeah. would be in Southern California if they were able to keep Caleb Williams home like that. Not home, per se, but, you know, where he's playing in college. So, yeah. 
the Rams absolutely, not only to put themselves in a position to get the next quarterback, but also to kind of restock the cupboards a little bit with some draft picks, kind of make up for lost time the last few years. They absolutely should tank this out. And especially if Cooper Cup is hurt to start the year, if there's any, any massive regression from Matthew Stafford, absolutely tank it out. Do you, do you think I'm wrong or would you do the same? No, no, I, I would do the same. I mean, that's why, like, I, I feel like it's, it's almost uh, rhetorical, but the problem is Stan Kroenke just put some of his hard-earned cheese into yeah. SoFi Stadium. So that's right. the only thing where it's like, and I know they split the rent with the Chargers, which is greater that, you know, the Chargers rent, you know, the time from them. That's the only thing where it's like, does Stan, is Stan Kroenke so not patient to where that's not an option? Because listen, Matt, they gave Matthew Stafford right. way too much money for the extension. Matthew Stafford is a very good quarterback. People in Los Angeles now want to crown him. That was that was one of the most interesting playoff runs because sure, they won the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Every it was like slumdog millionaire. Every little thing had to go their way for that to happen. I mean, Green Bay, better team than them. Had to, you know, they had a gaffe on special teams that got San Francisco to play them. Jimmy Garoppolo is not a good quarterback. I mean, they were a cover zero away from winning, from losing to Tampa Bay and completely just melting down in Tampa Bay. So, well, if like, not for yes, Aaron they Donald, the they lose the Super Bowl. Jamar right. Chase was wide open and Donald just right. whooped one of the worst offensive lines now, in playoff history. And now you can say, yes, okay, fine. That happens every year. You know, things yeah, happen, happen, if, things happen if, to go yeah. your way. There is, yeah. But if I'm looking at that and I'm like, if you can move off Matthew Stafford and you can move off Cooper Cup, yeah, it's going to suck. Yeah, the, but the, you're right. The fan base will get it. And then it's like, you know what? Come next draft, it's like, ooh, that was a good idea. It's like, I mean, it, and I think it's a no-brainer of this because the best thing about Cooper Cup is people will, teams will trade for him because you'd rather have Cooper Cup for seven games than, Mar, you know, Marvin Jones for 16. You know, yeah. you'd rather have an elite guy for half a season and he could fit in any, he could fit in any system. Doesn't matter. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you there. I agree. Let's just say the Rams need to take their medicine. It might not taste great right now, but two hours from now, you're going to feel better and you're going to finally get a good night's sleep. And when you wake up, you're going to be well-rested and ready to create your new championship team in Los Angeles. So take your medicine, Los Angeles Rams. But with that being said, that is going to do it for a Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. NFL football tonight! Ladies and gentlemen, make sure that you're back for Locked On NFL Friday, where your boy Q and Chris Carter will most likely be breaking down what happens in the Hall of Fame game. But that is going to do it for me, Tyler Rowland. That is going to do it for my co-host, Alex Clancy. As always, start your weekend early, everybody. Stay safe out there.